You are listening to a message from Covenant Christian Center, New York City, with Pastor Bayou Isan. Be blessed as you listen. Sharing a message titled The Coming Storm. Amen. Turn with me to the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 21 to 23. And I want us to pay attention to everything I'm going to say today. Amen. God laid this word upon my heart a while back, but I'm sharing it today. I was speaking with a friend of mine. We were just sharing, and he told me he was, he was in the operating room, and he just heard a word in his spirit. So he just said it. He heard a word in his spirit that said, a flood is coming. And he was like, huh? He felt that that was just his imagination. So he just, you know, put it to the side. And then when we were now talking, I said, oh, let me tell you what I'm going to be sharing. And I sent him the post. And he goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That God told me a flood is coming. And I'm just, I see what you've written, the coming storm. That, for me, was a confirmation for this message. Amen. I mean, for him, was a confirmation of what he heard. Amen. So turn with me to the book of Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 to 23. Jesus speaking said, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. That is, is not everyone that's going to make it. Says only the one that does the will of my Father in heaven. Not it, it doesn't come by saying, Lord, you can call the name of Jesus from now till infinity. Says not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, Amen. Says they said, Lord, Lord. It's not that they didn't say. They said, Lord, Lord, Jesus, Lord. Says not everyone. I remember the first time I saw this, it shook me. The fear of the Lord just comes upon you when you see that scripture. It says, only he who does the will of my Father in heaven. And that's why it's so paramount to, to ensure that you are doing the will of the Father, not your own will. That is, even Jesus had to pray in the Garden of Gethsemane, not to show you how strong your will can be. Jesus prayed, not my will, but yours be done. Which means it is possible for you to do your own will and not do the will of the Father. If Jesus himself, who is our example and to whom we are being conformed, had to pray, not my will, but yours be done. Be rest assured, you need to pray, not my will. But yours be done. You need to pray, Father, slay me so that only the life of Christ can be made manifest. Where John the Baptist will say, I must decrease and he must increase. Paul said, we that live are always being delivered unto death. So that the life of Jesus can be made manifest in our mortal body. Jesus said, if you are going to follow me, you have to take up your cross and die. Amen. He had to pray, not my will, but yours be done. He says, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not preached? In, that is, they were doing things that on the outside looked religious, looked spiritual. 
Amen. It's not like they were doing, they were caught doing the wrong thing. It's not like they were caught stealing or caught cheating or caught lying. No. It says, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Cast out demons in your, in whose name? In the Lord's name. It says, and done what many wonders in your name. And then I will declare to them, this is the response of Jesus. I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Can you imagine that? They were prophesying in the name of Jesus. You could say they were preaching in the name of Jesus. They were casting out demons. You know, people say, wow. See, demons are casting out demons. It says that they did many wonders or miracles in his name. It says, I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice, KJV says, iniquity. The new KJV says, lawlessness. That is, they were not following the law that God had given them or the instruction that God had given them specifically to fulfill. It is so important to receive the instruction of God. Job, I shared this last week. I'll get there. Job 22 verse 22 says, Receive please instruction from his mouth. The KJV says, Receive please the law from his mouth. What had happened was those men had not received, when Jesus said, ye he practice lawlessness, they had not received the law from the mouth of God. The instruction God had given them. The specific assignment that God had given unto them. Amen. I'll give an example from the Bible. Paul, after he got saved, who did he try to preach to first? The Jews. Who did God send him to? The Gentiles. And the more he tried to preach to the Jews, nothing happened. Until he got frustrated and said, I'm going to leave you and go to the Gentiles. Amen. If Paul had continued preaching to the Jews, what would he have been practicing? Lawlessness. Peter was sent to the Jews. He was the apostle to the Jews. Paul was the apostle to the Gentiles. Amen. God doesn't make mistakes. God is specific. God is accurate. He's precise. Paul could have preached to the Jews and done many wonders. He could have prophesied and preached. He would have even casted out some demons. And then when he came on that day, Lord, Lord, says, I know you not, for you are practicing what? Lawlessness. This is how important that is. That is not by the activity, but it is by instruction. It is not in the abundance of service, but are you performing the instruction that God has given you? God laid this upon me. What was the last instruction God gave you to do? Are you doing it? it? says, receive please instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. You will remove iniquity far from your tent. Why? Because you are following the instruction of the law that God is giving to you. It says, then you will lay your gold in the dust and the gold of offer among the stones of the brooks. Worldly treasures will mean nothing to you. 
Yes, the Almighty will be your gold and your precious silver. That is, there's nothing else you will treasure more than what is coming from him. For then you will have your delights in the Almighty. This is how you have your delight. That's when the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord. How? By receiving, please, instruction from his mouth. Deuteronomy says, man does not live by bread alone. How do we live? We live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. This faith is about hearing from God directly. Says, no man shall need to say, no, the Lord, you shall all know me from the least unto the greatest because I will put my laws inside your heart and inside your, write them upon your minds. That's what the new covenant is about. God wants to put his law inside your heart and write it upon the tablets of your mind. Says, you will lift up your face to God. You will make your prayer to him and he will hear you. Why? Because you are receiving instruction. Amen. And you will pay your vows. You will also what? Decree a thing. And it will be established for you. Why? Because you are receiving instruction from the mouth of God. A lot of times we confess that I will decree a thing. No, 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 no. That is not fulfilled if you are not receiving instruction. It says it will be established for you so light will shine on your ways. This is how light begins to shine on your ways. This is what causes the darkness to be eliminated because you are receiving instruction from the mouth of God. If we are going to practice this faith, it is by receiving instruction, the law from his mouth. He says, please, Receive the law from his mouth. You want to hear the voice of God. That is as you as, uh, even in, when you go, you listen to a message, you read a book, you want to hear what the Lord is saying to you. Amen. There are books I read. I don't just read. Uh, that is, I'm asking God, speak unto me. Whatever you deposited in this person, that deposit it in me. Whatever you said to him that made him write this book, reveal it to me. I don't just read for the sake of reading. It is not just an intellectual exercise. There must be a spirit-to-spirit communication. I don't just listen to a message. I come and say, Father, whatever you are saying to me, I want to hear. Let it be confirmed as I'm listening. That is, you come here to get to, today, you don't just come into church. You place a demand in, by the Spirit for a supply of the Spirit to hear what God is going to say to you. Like I said last week, so that even if I don't pray, God is mandated by your faith to pull something out of me. Amen. Or to speak through me. Otherwise, you're just going for a lecture in class. And that is not what this faith is about. Praise the Lord. I shared this last week. Proverbs 28 verse 9. He said, He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be an abomination. That is, if you haven't received instruction, your prayer is like an abomination. That's scary. Because if you're not listening to instruction, and all you're doing is praying, 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 it's going nowhere. It says, receive he that turneth his way, his ear from the law. That's why the scripture says, work out your salvation with what? Fear and trembling. It says, work out your salvation. Don't take it for granted. 
Do not take your salvation for granted. Work it out. It says, he that endureth to the end is the one that is going to be saved. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Why? Because it is God that is at work on the inside of you. Both to will and to do of his good pleasure. God is working inside each and every one of us to desire of his good pleasure and then also to perform of his good pleasure. It's not by your strength. It is by his grace. God working on the inside of you. How? By putting his law inside your heart and inside your mind so that you can begin to desire what God wants and then he gives you the grace to perform it. Look at Isaiah 66 from verse 2. The Bible says, but on this one will I look. This is who I'm looking at. On him who is poor and of a contrite spirit. Someone that is humble before the Lord. Someone that is trembling at his word. It says, and who trembles at my word. Amen. That I'm looking at the person that is trembling. That is, he's, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. He's seeking the word of the Lord. Instruction. He has departed from iniquity. His desire is for the word of God. Says, lay aside all malice, superfluity of not. Says, desire the pure milk of the word. That's Peter. James put it this way. Says, laying aside all wickedness and superfluity of naughtiness, receive the implanted word of God, which is able to save your soul. You want to receive the word of God. That's going, to see, that's going to bring about a transformation on the inside that will produce a manifestation on the outside. Says, unto this one will I look on him who is poor and of a contrite spirit and who trembles at my word. Says, if you're not like this, says, he who kills a bull is as if he slays a man. That is, in those days, they used to kill bulls as a, a sacrifice unto God. Says he who kills a bull is as if he slays a man. He who sacrifices a lamb as if he breaks a dog's neck. Amen. He who offers a grain offering is as if he offers swine's blood, a pig's blood. He who burns incense as if he blesses an idol. That is, all these things looked religious. They were the the pattern of worship in Israel at that time. But God is saying that all these things they were doing were like an abomination to me. Why? Because they were not trembling at his word. Amen. They did not have regard for his word. He says, just as they have chosen their own ways and their soul delights in their abominations, so will I choose their delusions and bring their fears on them. Because when I called, no one answered. When I spoke, they did not what? Hear. But they did evil before my eyes. Jesus said they practiced what? Lawlessness. And chose that in which I do not delight. That is, they didn't respond to the work that God was doing on the inside of them, both to will and to do of his own good pleasure. They chose their own way. Their own way looked religious on the outside. Someone would look and say, wow, he's doing a great work. But God is saying that is an abomination. 
Why? Because they've not received, they're not following my instruction. They may be prophesying. They may be casting out demons. They may be doing wonders. Said, but I know you not. Ye that practice lawlessness. Because you have not come before me with a humble heart to tremble at my word, to hear, to receive instruction from my lips. You have not prayed, not my will, O Lord, but yours. The Bible says the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who can understand it? Do not, do not underestimate the stubbornness of the human heart. Israel saw great wonders before God in the wilderness, yet they still disobeyed the word of God. Amen. Many people saw Jesus do great wonders. They still killed him. Do not underestimate the stubbornness of man and the rebellious nature of man. That's the old man that must be put to death daily. Let's continue in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Jesus said, Depart from me, ye that practice what? Lawlessness. Then he gives this instruction. Says, therefore, whoever hears what? These sayings of mine. Whoever hears or receives instruction from my lips and does them. So it's not just about hearing, but also what? Doing. Amen. The Bible says, be a doer of the word and not just a hearer. Says it is the one that does the word that is blessed. So the man that hears and does nothing is like a man who looked at his face in a mirror and left and forgot what he saw. When God speaks to you and gives you, he's showing you who you are and who he has made you to be and where he's taking you to. Amen. That is to deny and reject the word of God. The law he's giving you is to deny who God has made you to be. That is you've chosen, you think you know better than God. You've chosen your own way. This is what I like. Therefore, this is the way I'm going to follow. Think about the apostles of old and the first Christians. Following God. Following his instructions. Trust me, it was because you're following instructions. Nobody willingly wants to be flogged 40 times or be imprisoned or crucified upside down. Amen. It is because they were... They were no, that's not this voice of God speaking. That must be a demon. No. It is because they knew what God was telling them to do that they could endure hardship. That is, they would, that is, they, they would rejoice in the sufferings of Christ because they were following instructions. They, 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 they denied themselves the pleasures of the world to fulfill the pleasure of the Lord. And to them, they received the reward. If we want to receive the reward of God, this is how we must operate. Jesus said, when I hears my sins and does them, I will liken him to a, this is wisdom, a wise man who built his house on what? The rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on the house, and it did not fall. For it was founded upon the rock. It was founded upon receiving instruction and obedience to that instruction. That was the rock upon which it was built. So, but everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man. So the wise man and the foolish man both heard the same thing. What produced wisdom was one walked in obedience to what he heard. 
Foolishness was not walking in obedience or walking in disobedience or lawlessness. Amen. It says, He's a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it what? Fell. And great was its fall. That is, both experienced the same thing. The rains descended, the floods came, the winds blew. All that is the storm. A storm consists of all those things. Rain descending, winds blowing, and floods. That's what a storm consists of. But only those who are listening to the voice of the Lord and walking in obedience to his voice will be able to stand and remain in that time. God's word is, a storm is coming. I don't know when it is, but that is the word of the Lord. That we need to be vigilant. We need to be in a state of prayer, persistent, to hear what the Lord is going is saying to you so that you can run with what he has told you to do because when the storm arrives, only those who have built upon the rock will remain. Those who are built upon the sand says great will be. The, it both looked glorious to the outside. To the casual observer, they both look like the same kind of house. But one was built upon a rock and one was built upon sand. One stood and the other, the Bible says, great was the fall. It is paramount that we are praying to receive the instruction of God. It is key to our survival. That is why the focus of our fast from November into December, the 60 days that I announced last week, is to, that is, we're not going into 2020 without receiving instruction from above. We must break into the mind of God and receive instruction from heaven. That light must break into our situation so that we can be building upon the rock. That is, no matter what the storm, no matter when it comes, how it comes, you will be found standing. Amen. Be rest assured of this. It is coming. Only those who are following the instruction given by the Spirit will remain. They will not be carried away. Amen. Let's look at Hebrews 11 verse 7. There was a man called Noah. And this is the image God gave me when, when he first laid this upon my heart. The Bible says, by faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, we need to receive revelation of things not yet seen. Amen. We need to receive God's warning concerning things not yet seen. The Bible says, Our light affliction worketh for us an eternal weight of glory, while we look not at the things which are what seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are what temporal. But the things which are not seen are eternal. We need to focus. We need to desire. We need to hunger for a revelation of the things not yet seen. The Bible says the Holy Spirit has come to guide you into the knowledge of all truth. The Holy Spirit has come to show you the things to come. He wants you, God wants you to know the things to come. 
so that you can prepare. That's what happened with Noah. It says, by faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, one translation says he received revelation and warnings from God about what was coming. The Bible says he moved with godly fear. That's the fear of the Lord. He trembled at the word of God. He had regard for the word that God was speaking to him. He moved. That is the revelation of God's word caused him to what? To move. He didn't move on his own. He moved with godly. This is how you work out your salvation with what? Fear and trembling. You are trembling at the word of God. And you are moving with godly fear. At the revelation of God to you. God speaking to you directly. Says he moved with godly fear. And what did he do? He prepared an ark for the saving of his household. That is God told him what to build that would save his own life. And the life of people that were connected to him. Understand that there are people connected to you. That there are people that God has assigned to you to save. Amen. There is a nation on the inside of you that is to be born that you need to save. There are people connected to you. That are connected to the assignment that God has given to you. Bible says he moved with godly fear and prepared an ark. An ark is just a house that was on the sea. Amen. It didn't sink. Why? Because he heard the sayings of the Lord and he did what? Obeyed. When the floods came, what happened? He remained. Everybody else was swept away. That was his experience. He prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to your in righteousness. Which is according to faith. This is how you operate in the righteousness that is of faith. He heard what the Lord was saying. He moved with godly fear. Prepared what the Lord told him to do. He told people, look, this is what's about to happen. People laughed at him. They laughed him to scorn. That is, you begin to prepare. And what you are doing, people, you, you must have lost your mind. doesn't matter what people say. As long as you are following the instruction of the Father. The, the living Bible says Noah was another who trusted God. When he heard God's warning about the future, Noah believed him even though there was no sign of a flood. There was no physical evidence. He was trusting in things not yet seen. That's what faith is about. And wasting no time, he built the ark and saved his family. If you want to save your family, you must begin to build according to the pattern that God shows you. That's what Moses did. That's what David did. They all built according to what God showed them. They moved according to what God showed and revealed to them. Thank you for listening to this message from Covenant Christian Center, NYC. Join us every Sunday, 10 a.m. in the Royal Theater at the Producers Club, 358 West 44th Street, New York. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Covenant Christian Center, NYC. Stay blessed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ.